Bubbler Talk, quenching Milwaukee's thirst for knowledge. I'm Lake Effect producer Joy Powers, and this week's question comes from listener Bruce Campbell, who wanted to know... How were Germans treated in Milwaukee during World War II? Wisconsin boasts one of the largest German populations in the country. And in the early 1900s, Milwaukee was considered one of the most German cities in America. Milwaukee was known as the Midwest Munich. It was, you know, a German town. That's Steve Schaffer, the assistant archivist at the Milwaukee County Historical Society. Schaffer estimates that in the 1940s, Germans were at least 40 to 50 percent of the city's population. Many of them were second or third generation, without a lot of ties to the old country. It's also important to note, as we mentioned in our last bubbler talk, at the time of World War II, Milwaukee had already established itself as the center for so-called sewer socialism. So the Nazis' fascist beliefs didn't really appeal to a lot of residents, German or otherwise. While there were, there were some Germans that were motivated by the fascist message of Hitler, there were just as many Germans and other groups that rejected it. And most Germans in Milwaukee really considered themselves Americans. There was no fifth column among the Germans who would support Nazis at all. So unlike Japanese Americans who faced a great deal of persecution during World War II, German Americans did not face a lot of prejudice in Milwaukee. World War I, however, was a different story. By the early 1900s, Milwaukee was already considered a very German city. There were German-language newspapers and magazines. There were entire neighborhoods where people just spoke German. Milwaukeeans were proud of their German roots. And while many of them opposed entering the Great War, a lot of people sympathized with the German war effort. You'll see German-language magazines and newspapers in Milwaukee that are kind of portraying the German side, the central power side. The United States didn't actually join the war until 1918. But even before that, the U.S. government became concerned about the loyalty of German Americans. Milwaukee's local government started to monitor the community starting in 1917. They were issued identification cards and first-generation German immigrants, males 16 and up, were given ID cards. They were not allowed to go in certain areas of the city where it was considered sensitive for war production. They were even restricted in the kind of work they could do, and people were in a panic. Suddenly, the German community was trying to make itself seem, well, less Germanic. The Milwaukee press had like a loyalty patrol in the the newspaper, you know, who they thought wasn't loyal enough. So it was a real sense of hysteria. Buildings were changed. People's names were changed to become more anglicized. German food was also targeted. Sauerkraut became Liberty Cabbage, Frankfurters became Liberty Sausage, and some people even credit the term hot dog to the backlash against all things German. One infamous case of a local building rebrand was the Germania. Renamed the Brumder Building, and there was a large statue symbolizing Germania, and that was removed and put away in storage. A lot has changed in Milwaukee since World War I. Today, just one-fifth of Milwaukeeans claim some German heritage, and Liberty Cabbage is back to being sauerkraut. The Brumder Building is once again the Germania, though the whereabouts of the namesake statue? Well, we'll save that story for another time. Bubbler Talk is a production of WUWM, Milwaukee Public Radio. Do you have a question about our city that you've always wanted answered? Submit it online at wuwm.com, and maybe we'll quench your thirst for knowledge.